Welcome to another episode of An Abiding Thought. And today I want to take our abiding thought from Galatians chapter 5, verse 1, where Paul says, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of, of slavery. Um, I understand the broader context in which, or the immediate context in which Paul is writing to the churches of Galatia, and that's primarily in terms of understanding the distinction between the law and the gospel. And so by freedom uh, or the, the bondage that we've been set free from in the immediate context that he's speaking of is freedom from the demands of the law as a means of, of having a right relationship with God. But I want to apply it a little bit differently uh, in the same vein, same spirit, so I'm not going to take this scripture out of context. But I want to begin by saying that for freedom, Christ has set us free. Paul is presupposing a bondage that does correspond to the law itself because of our fallen nature. But the bondage that he's alluding to in a broader sense would be the bondage that is native to our fallen nature. And in that bondage, uh, if you can summarize that bondage as the inability to please God or to enjoy him. So in our fallen nature, we are in bondage to the inability to be able to please God because in our fallen nature, we have all fall short of the glory. We all fall short of the glory of God and we are not able to meet the full demands of the law. So therefore we are under the penalty of the law and even if we're not conscious of that, that is our reality. And not only are we not able to please God, but partly as a result of that, we're not able to enjoy him. So even with the different things, uh, formulas that we use to sort of get us through in any given moment, uh, we're not, not able in our native state to either please God or to enjoy him. And any of you who know the Westminster Shorter Catechism, question number one, what is the chief end of man? It is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. So in our fallen state, in our original sinful state, we are not able to do either of those things. Therefore, Paul offers the gospel. And when he refers to in Christ, what Christ has done, he has granted us those two things. He's granted us the ability to please God because we please God by virtue of our faith in Jesus. And therefore, the pleasure that God has in the Son is the pleasure that he has in us. And that pleasure is what causes us to will and to do what pleases God. There is no such thing as a Christian who has no desire to please God. And not only do we have the ability to please him by virtue of our faith and hold in mind, I'm not saying that our works and our obedience to the law in any way on its own is our ability to please God. But it is our faith in Christ who has kept God's law in thought, word, and deed, and who by virtue of the spirit who indwells us is causing us to conform our thoughts, words, and deeds to his obedience, not on our own, but as we are attached to his obedience, we have the pleasure of God. 
and we have the ability to enjoy him. So that's what he means when, in the broader sense, that for freedom. But I love the wording there, for freedom. Christ has set us free. He has set us free so that we can please God. He has set us free so that we can enjoy God. But then Paul gives us another sobering and a humbling reminder by reminding us of our propensity to become ensnared to passions and pursuits and appetites and affections that at times, and sometimes even for extended periods of time, cause us to lose touch with or to lose sight of the pleasure that we have with God. And it causes us to, in, in very, for sometimes, again, very prolonged seasons, it causes us to obscure or to minimize the actual freedom that we possess in the gospel. And so when I say enslaved, I mean that we can be in so enraptured by our own habits, by dispositions, by anger, by resentment, by so many things that just, it puts a cloud over. It doesn't, it doesn't change, it doesn't obliterate, but our enslavement to wayward passions puts a wedge, not between God and us, but it puts a wedge between us and our ability to really rest in what God is, or what Christ has, has accomplished for us in the gospel. So I love the way that Paul expresses this. He says, for freedom, Christ has set you free. And his admonition is that we are to stand in that freedom, that we are to be, we are to just be dogmatic in our stance, in the freedom that Christ has set us free with, so that we're not enslaved by the need to be jealous, the need to be angry, the need to be bitter. We don't have to be enslaved to those things that we obscure the fact that the Father has set us free and now there is no condemnation. So we now have the freedom to live as those who are able to please God and really enjoy him. Brothers and sisters, it's hard for us as long as we're holding on to grudges, as long as we are, 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 are being fed by the the, the news streams and and the, the social media of the day of how we are to view what's going on and this person and that person and, and this cause. And we, we overlook the fact that we have been set free. So whatever else is going on around us, we are free to, to enjoy God. And the warning is don't let yourself get entangled. When the, with those things that would obscure your desire and ability to please the Lord and that would obscure the joy that you have with him. Brothers and sisters, if there is something that we enjoy more than we enjoy the Lord and what God has given us by his grace in the gospel of Jesus Christ, then you're a slave to it. And if you're a slave to it, 
Christ has set you free from it. And it's up to you to realize the joy of the freedom that you have because of the gospel. It is for freedom that we have been set free. And I pray that we would be conscious of those things that we allow to eat away at our freedom and to eat away at the joy that we have from being set free. For freedom, Christ has set you free. Therefore, do stand firm in that freedom and don't be entangled by anything else. Amen. Thank you.